Hello, I'm Kyle Caldwell, and this is On The Money, a weekly look how to get the best out of your savings and investments. Back on the pod for this episode is Sam Benstead, and we're going to be talking about the hottest trend in the world of technology, and arguably the biggest investment theme that everyone is talking about at the moment, which is artificial intelligence, or AI for short. So in the podcast, we're going to be covering what artificial intelligence means for companies and investors, and we also put a few questions to a chatbot. So AI, for those not familiar, in short, it's technology that can mimic the human mind by solving problems and making decisions, and it's predicted to shake up various industries, including healthcare, marketing, and transportation. It's a theme that's not new. It's been talked about for a number of years, but there's been a lot of excitement over the past six months or so since ChatGPT, which is a chatbot that can provide intelligent text and information in a matter of seconds. It was launched at the end of last year. It's backed by Microsoft, and we've recently seen Google launch its own AI chatbot, Bard. And in general, companies across various sectors of the market have been talking about AI. So a company called Factset, they searched for the term AI in the conference call transcripts of all the S&P 500 companies that conducted earnings conference calls over the past couple of months. And they found that 110 companies cited the term AI during their earnings call in the first quarter of this year. It's well above the five-year average of 57 and 10-year average of 34. So Sam, there's, there's a lot of noise and hype here. But firstly, could you expand on what artificial intelligence is beyond my very short explanation and then run through why there's been predictions made that you know this technology could disrupt office jobs in the same way that industrial machinery disrupted factory jobs in the 19th and 20th centuries? It definitely is the hot theme at the moment. And it's not just companies talking about it. Every fund manager I speak to as well is talking about the investment potential, but also how it might affect their jobs. I thought I'd ask ChatGPT to actually explain what AI is, just to give us an idea of what AI actually views itself as. And it said, AI refers to the development and deployment of computer systems or machines that can perform tasks that typically require human intelligence. It is a multidisciplinary field that combines computer science, mathematics, statistics, cognitive science, and other related disciplines. AI enables machines to perceive, reason, learn, problem solve in ways that mimic or augment human intelligence. Rather than simply following pre-programmed instructions, AI systems can adapt and improve their performance based on data and experience. One area you're gonna hear a lot more about today, but also generally, is called generative AI, which are just tools used to create content like text, images, or computer code from human inputted prompts. So Goldman Sachs, the investment bank, thinks that there could be 300 million full-time jobs globally that could be replaced by automation, by generative AI. So this is expected to bring in a lot of money for the companies that actually provide the software. So Bloomberg Intelligence, which is the research arm of Bloomberg, thinks that the market for generative AI will hit an estimated $1.3 trillion in revenue by 2032 from about $40 billion last year. So that's a 42% annual growth rate in revenue from generative AI. So a lot of predictions have been made and you know, Sam mentions a lot of big numbers there as well. Let's bring this back to what this big theme means for investors. So Sam, could you talk us through the types of companies that have seen their share prices benefit in 20, 
23 on the back of this AI mania? Yeah, so what I've picked up from speaking to professional investors is that there are three big parts of the AI value chain where there could be opportunities for investors. The first is the computer chip companies. So every AI model needs to run on computer chips. They're effectively the brains of computers. So there's expected to be a boom in demand for computer chips as demand for AI software increases. So one big winner that you might have heard about is NVIDIA. It's a US company based out of California. It's been going since the 90s. And it creates the leading processing units that AI software runs on. Another rival in this space you might have heard of is Advanced Micro Devices. Qualcomm is another one. And these companies design the chips and then sell them to the, the big AI companies that are running the models. But they don't actually build the chips themselves. The chips are actually made by other companies. So Intel is a big one. That's an American company. Samsung is from South Korea. But the most important one here is a company called Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, TSMC. This company out of Taiwan, as you might have expected, builds the most high-tech chips on the market. So that is the company that's building the chips for NVIDIA. They also build chips for other, for other companies as well. So most of the things you might, most of the computer chips you might find on your phone would have been made by, by TSMC. So that's one market. So you've got the companies that design the chips like NVIDIA, you've got the companies that build them like Intel, Samsung, and TSMC. You've also got chip companies which provide the equipment needed to go into the manufacturing process. And the most important one here is ASML, which is a Dutch firm which sells lithography machines. And these are the machines used to print circuits on chips. The latest models can cost upwards of 350 million euros each. The next batch of companies that are benefiting from AI are the giant cloud computing firms. So Amazon, Google, Microsoft, these are the firms with the research and financial power to build and train the AI models and then sell the software to their cloud computing customers. So companies will be able to tap into the likes of BARD and ChatGPT to harness their own internal data and integrate AI into what they do as a company. Facebook, Apple, and Tesla are also leading AI researchers and are likely to be at the heart of any other big innovations. So big tech is an area that's definitely going to profit. And you've seen the share prices of tech firms really, really soar this year. So NVIDIA is now a, it's a $1 trillion company. The shares are up about 175% this year. Microsoft, Apple, both up about 40%. So markets have already cottoned onto this and are buying back the, the shares of big tech stocks, which actually fell quite a lot last year. And then the third set of companies, which I think will do really well out of AI, are the ones that will harness AI in niche business areas to become real disruptors. These might be biotechnology companies using AI to model diseases and find new drugs, or they could be farming companies mapping fields to optimize yields. But it's gonna be really hard to predict the winners here. These are probably gonna be quite small companies today. And there's no, um, there's no guarantee that, you know, they'll actually succeed in using AI, but there will be some companies that use it and, um, and become the winners of tomorrow. The safest way to play the AI theme is probably to buy the big tech stocks or the chip firms, because they are, they're proven to be part of this technology revolution. Facebook, it's up um, over 100% this year, and it hasn't even announced its plans yet for its own version of a chatbot, but um, it is rumored to, to be launching one at some point. With themes, the danger is that, you know, you could buy in too late or at a peak 
you know, we've seen some very notable share price moves in response to, you know, the hype about AI. And I think it's interesting that, you know, obviously last year, a lot of these technology companies, they, their share prices fell notably in response to um, interest rates going up, which is a headwind for growth sectors like technology. Year to date, I think it's fair to say the excitement around AI, it's overtaken concerns about rate rises and that there may be more of them to come. Oh, definitely. And some of these tech stocks are already back at all-time highs. So investors have forgotten about last year completely. And they're so excited about the growth ahead for, for AI that they've um, yeah, pushed these shares to, to new all-time highs. It's something the fund managers are talking about a lot at the moment. And it's a question that we put to them, particularly when they invest in technology companies or growth companies. We recently had Mike Seibenberg of Allianz Technology Investment Trust on the podcast. It was quite refreshing because he urged caution due to potential short-term elation. He pointed out that Wall Street tends to get really excited about things and really upset about things. So there are these two extremes, but it's definitely a real theme. And you're going to see billions and billions of dollars spent as companies learn to implement it and use it to their competitive advantage. And you can find Mike's views on AI at the end of episode 28 of the podcast. So let's move on to um, how investors can potentially gain some exposure to AI through collective investments, that being funds, investment trusts, or exchange traded funds. First off, I want to point out that if you own a global or a US fund, you could have one of these big AI potential winners in the top 10 holdings. Quite often do see Microsoft in a top 10 for a US and a global fund. Um, you may also see Alphabet. Nvidia probably less so in a top 10, but um, you know the chances are a global fund or a US fund will probably have some exposure to NVIDIA below the top 10 if it's not in the top 10. Do bear in mind that you know fund managers may or may not have chosen one of those stocks because of its AI potential. There's likely to be other reasons why the fund manager owns one of those free stocks. And in terms of gaining specific exposure to the AI theme, there's a couple of specialist funds. I think in time, and I'm sure Sam will agree, there's probably going to be more of these funds because um, fund management companies, marketing departments love themes. And whenever a new theme comes onto the market, there tends to be a lot of funds launched. So the two actively managed funds in the market at the moment that are specializing in picking stocks that will benefit from AI are Sanlam Global Artificial Intelligence and Polar Capital Automation and Artificial Intelligence. As with any fund, it's important to look under the bonnet and ascertain how the fund is trying to profit. So in this case, how it's trying to profit from the AI theme. Sanlam says that it invests in companies that are engaged in the main activities associated with AI. So this includes um, research and development, whereas Polar Capital Automation and Artificial Intelligence tries to identify the leading enablers and adopters of these transformational technologies across a diverse range of sectors. So the Polar Capital Fund, it has Ben Rogoff as one of its fund managers. It has 56 holdings and it counts Microsoft as its top holding and then Nvidia is in second place. The Sandland Fund, it's more concentrated. So it has between 35 to 40 holdings. Its top holding is Alphabet, followed by Microsoft and then Nvidia. Between those two funds, they, they both have Microsoft, Alphabet and Nvidia in their top 10 holdings, but the other holdings are different in the top 10. And in terms of performance, so they both got five-year track records. The Sanlam Fund has the upper hand. So over the past five years to the start of this month, it's up just over 100%. 
whereas the Polar Capital Fund, it's up 66.5%. Now, there are other ways to profit from the AI theme, including through investment trusts. The most obvious routes are the likes of Polar Capital Technology, Allianz Technology. Scottish Mortgage also has exposure to AI as well. Sam, do you want to run through the options there? And obviously, they're all trading on discount at the moment. So this is a potential way of having some exposure to AI on the cheap. Yeah, so these three technology trusts, although they might seem similar from the outside, if you actually look under the bonnet, they're all quite different. So Polar Capital Technology is it's very benchmark aware. So it has a lot invested in Apple, a lot, a lot invested in Microsoft, a lot invested in Alphabet, because it doesn't want to look too different from the benchmark. And that's been great for performance this year, because these stocks have been some of the best performers. They're big already, they're, they're getting bigger, they make a lot of money, and they are leading AI players. So if you want to capture the biggest stocks in the kind of technology space, Polar Capital Technology is a great option. Allianz Technology has similar positions in these huge stocks, but also goes into the smaller and mid-cap end of the market as well. Scottish Mortgage looks quite different. So it doesn't own any of the big technology stocks and actually prefers to concentrate in more niche areas such as healthcare or computer chips or software. This would be the trust I'd pick to find those niche AI winners, which you probably won't have heard of, but in 10 years time, could become household names. It's a bit riskier though, Scottish Mortgages, and also has a lot of money in unlisted companies, about a third of the portfolio at the moment. So it's gonna be quite volatile. If I was gonna pick one as a safe bet on AI, it would probably be Polar Capital Technology Trust. There are other ways of getting exposure to AI as well. Tracker funds could be a great option here. So like Kyle said, the S&P 500 is full of these big technology names, which are AI winners. So just owning the US market gives you plenty of exposure. Owning the NASDAQ index is another great way of doing this. So here there's no cap on how big positions can get. So you're tracking the big technology stocks in America and you're getting 13% in Microsoft and 13% in Apple as the two top positions there. I was talking to a few fund buyers this week and one of them said actually a NASDAQ tracker is one of the smartest ways of investing in AI because you get all these technology stocks, it doesn't cost a lot of money to own them. And if they grow big, you're never gonna be a forced seller of them, which some active managers may be because they can't go over that 10% limit uh, as part of the usage rules in an active fund. And then just one more fund which came up in conversations with investors this week was the Loomis Sales US Equity Leaders Funds. So it's on the IA platform, it has about a billion in assets at the moment, and its top stock is NVIDIA. So it's been ahead of the game there, and that's about 7% of the fund. There's also a couple of um, exchange trader funds that specifically invest in artificial intelligence. So one of them is LNG, Artificial Intelligence ETF. It launched in uh, June 2019. And um, since then, it's returned 58.5%. This is just above the S&P 500 over that time, which delivered 54%, so pretty much neck and neck. I mean, the thing that puts me off is that it's charged, it's 0.49%, which for a passively managed fund, it's too expensive in my view, even when tracking a specific theme like this. I'd want to see it to be you know, half that price, ideally, particularly when... Um, one of the actor funds that I mentioned, the Sanlam Global Artificial Intelligence Fund, that costs 0.5%. So it's basically the same fee. 
mean, I think in, in, in this area, when it's going to be hard to identify individual stock winners, I'd sooner put my faith here in an active fund manager to hopefully spot the potential winners and beneficiaries of AI rather than go for a tracker funds or an ETF that you know they, they may then add that company later after the share price has been bid up. There's no guarantees that the tracker fund will be tracking it originally. So can AI chatbots be trusted to pick winning stocks and funds? So me and Sam had to play around with ChatGPT. We asked it a number of investment-related questions. One of those was for the chatbot to identify which companies will potentially benefit from the AI theme. So a number of companies that it picked out, Sam, we've already mentioned in this podcast, but could you run through what the chatbot said? It basically picks the giant American technology stocks that we've been speaking about. So it was Facebook and Alphabet and Amazon and Microsoft, but it also gave one Chinese company, Baidu, which was interesting. So this is the equivalent of Google in China, but it's also doing a lot of AI research. And I think it's involved in self-driving cars in China as well. So that's a very exciting company with regards to AI. And ChatGPT also suggested Tesla, which is something we've touched upon, but not in too much detail. But Tesla is an AI stock because of its self-driving cars and its potential to actually command a fleet of driverless vehicles, which could be become taxis, or you could get in the car and just put in a location. And all that self-driving is done with artificial intelligence. So that's an interesting option. The chatbot also gave some ideas for funds and ETFs. And yeah, it basically gave the, the same types of funds that we've been speaking about today. So a bit worrying, maybe for all the fund selectors out there and maybe the, the commentators like us. But also, I think, quite good to see that it gave good answers. It didn't say anything outrageous. And it also caveated all this, saying that it's not investment advice. You should always diversify, seek the help of a, of a professional. So it wasn't just out there commanding you to invest in in specific companies. And it didn't also talk its own book. It didn't say that. OpenAI, which is the company behind it, nor Microsoft, which is the company which is bankrolling it, were the best AI options. So it was balanced and it was quite good. And that's one of the fears of AI though, isn't it? That it could put millions of people out of jobs across a wide variety of sectors. I mean, are fund managers safe? I mean, will AI potentially replace the fund manager one day? I mean, personally, I don't think it will. Instead, fund managers will utilize AI as part of their research process. But in terms of then making the final decision on in terms of you know which stocks to buy and sell, the book ultimately passes with the fund manager. So they're going to have to be the ones to continue making those decisions, and particularly in order to be held accountable. But I mean, one day, could there be an AI managed fund? Possibly, but I, I wouldn't think in the near future. I think there'd be a lot of mistrust because you know even with passive funds there's still human intervention because you know people need to be making the decisions in terms of the rebalancing of the stocks in order to make sure that the track and error is kept as low as possible i mean we already see ai in fund management it's been around for a while we have these things called systematic funds which are just algorithms which see patterns and then trade based on what the patterns tell the algorithm to do so that's nothing new but they haven't taken over the world yet. And human fund managers are generally better, um, especially, I think, at spotting new trends. I think the problem with an AI is it's going to take all the data from past performance 
from what markets done in the past and basically extrapolate that and say that's how markets are going to behave in the future. But the world doesn't work that way. Even having perfect information about the past doesn't mean you're going to know what's going to happen in the future. For example, as, as a thought experiment, you could think back to the start of COVID and say, we have all this information about the virus and inflation and, and lockdowns and whatever it might be. Can you predict what the stock market is going to do and where you should be investing? And you would have got it completely wrong. The, the, the same this year, potentially. You know, we've had all this inflation still, rates have still gone up, but actually stock markets have soared. So I don't think an AI using all its vast intelligence and all the information available will actually be able to reliably predict the future and say which stocks will do well. And if there is an AI which manages to solve the market, then other people will just copy the system and then those will appear in the prices of stocks and bonds. So actually the advantage it has will be priced out of the market because everyone else will rush to buy the same shares. So I think, yes, as a research tool, but as a as a pure fund manager, I, I don't see it happening. I think, you know, th there should be some caution here, particularly as a lot of share prices have went up a lot in response to AI over the past six months or so. And, you know, I think if you're going to gain exposure to AI, then, you know, it should form only a small part of a diversified portfolio. It certainly shouldn't be a core holding. It should be something that you, you know, that you put, you know, potentially 5% into, uh, maybe less than that as a satellite holding. And also bear in mind that, you know, innovation and themes, they change over time. Some will be successful, others will be less successful. And I think particularly with themes, it's important to not simply buy and hold because the story can change tomorrow. So for now, it's good news for fund managers, investing commentators and podcast hosts. So my thanks to Sam and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do leave us a rating or a review and follow the show in your podcast app. And if you get a chance, tell a friend about it too. You can join the conversation, ask questions and tell us what you would like us to talk about via email on otm at ii.co.uk. In the meantime, you can find more information and practical pointers on how to get the most out of your investments on the Interactive Investor website, which is ii.co.uk. See you next week.